once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the David Blaine of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the Jimmy Talks a Lot of this podcast. <laughs> I am your also host, Kevin, the Roy of this podcast. Now, will you um, enlighten me on on Roy the uh, Roy the magician? Roy the mu- magician started out as Roy the musician. Uh, he was a, he was a folk man in the uh, the nineteen sixties uh, beat poet uh, revolution, and uh, then nobody liked him. Actually, all that's made up. I don't know anything about Roy, but I'm hastily <laughs> pulling up his Wikipedia. He's uh, the guy in a uh, Smash Bros, right? Yeah, in, uh, yeah, in, what, he's the guy that says, Brawl? um, what is his thing that he I fight says? for my friends. <laughs> I fight for my friends. Um, what is his, his move that he always does? Uh, Aether. Oh, that's what it is. Pizza. <laughs> Sounds like he's saying pizza. And who's Jimmy Talks a lot? Jimmy Talks a lot? Well, here's an interesting fact about Jimmy Talks a lot, according to... According to allaboutmagicians.com, Jimmy is a lover of music and has an eclectic taste in many genres, from rock to country. <laughs> what, is, what does that say about his magic? Does he do magic? Well, his signature effects are hat and balls, flipstick <laughs> ball purse, and arm in hat gag. I just... I just really like that David Blaine, after a while, stopped really doing magic and instead was like, eh, I'm going to put myself in a block of ice. <laughs> I'm just going to do that for a you while. Guys, when Roy was bitten by that tiger, the tiger's name was Montecor. Oh, of course. you're talking about Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought yeah, you were just talking about some random. Oh, yeah. Some Roy, guy named Roy. The, the magician. Um, no, on the way to the hospital. Horn, uh, Roy Horn, his name is Roy Horn, uh, said, Montecor is a great cat. Make sure no harm comes to Montecor. That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you are you are our foremost expert on uh, magicians, Kevin. That's correct. Because you were you were on what Carson Daly recently? No, um, Chris I was, Angel Mind Freak. I was on um, Piers Morgan. Um, which, by the way, they misspell his name on the set. It's it's P I E R apostrophe S, but they don't they leave out the apostrophe on the set. So that was kind of that was uh, you know a little bit of unprofessional. No, he comes but, from uh, we... he comes from under the pier. <laughs> he is he is Morgan of the pier. The pier is Morgan, if you will. What debt did we incur to the British that we were forced to take Piers Morgan off their hands? <laughs> Well, that's he, part of the um, part of the lockout agreement. Like they're, they're yeah. they'll help bail us out some hockey, if, as long as we take. Hockey Piers will Morgan not come back as long as Piers Morgan is still in this country. Um, yeah, I was on. I was in the audience of Piers Morgan last night, and uh, Chris Angel uh, shared the one one shot with me, and uh, I was actually in the foreground, and he in the background. Um, as if oh, say. I was thinking. I was thinking like, uh, what you do like shots of tequila? Or? Yeah, I was. Um, I was thinking he was like on stage with Eminem, and he had one shot, one opportunity. Um, <laughs> all of those things are true, but also 
he put Piers Morgan in a straitjacket, which and then the show was over. So, which <laughs> that's not a magic trick, actually. Um, people put other people in straitjackets every day. Uh, that's that's well, no, kind no. of the normal course of things. See, Kevin, that wasn't actually Chris Angel. Piers Morgan is certifiably Chris Angel. insane. Christ, Christ Angel. Chris, a- Christ, uh, Christ, uh, Piers Christ Morgan Angel is. Piers Morgan is certifiably insane, and that man just put him in a straitjacket to send him back to the asylum. But they were telling, but, oh they were telling Piers that, oh, this is Chris Angel. He's a magician. Mm-hmm. It was actually, it was, it was Tom Barry from uh, the the New York Correctional Institution. Um, yep. No, but you know what? He dresses well. And Newt Gingrich was on the show last night. Oh wow! Time has Did... not been kind to he or his wife. Him well, he wife. was transformed into a newt. Um, I hear he's getting better, but uh, uh, did Chris Angel have um have the solution for Chris Angel for breaking out of the uh, the the government lockdown? Yeah, like, you know, is it to dislocate your shoulder? No, you know what he said. He said you got to use a plant. You got to plant somebody in Congress. Oh yeah, and then they stand up, and then um they have squibs in their neck, so it looks like they're getting shot in the neck and and then they don't they don't actually die so um also uh you know what just uh just don't don't vote in bieber just don't vote oh yeah good point you know? there it <laughs> is solve everything yeah um so as you've probably gathered this is a versus and would you rather podcast where we take questions well, we meander by... down a long path to get to that one by you so, man <laughs> the listener um, we take them out and we hash them here on the show. So without make further ado, make a potato ado, hash of them. Make a nice corn beef hash Ooh, here on the show. Slightly so without browned. Further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Kirby Morris. Thank you so much, Kirby, who wants to know what's the most annoying sign of fall? Pumpkin spice lattes taking over social media, or everyone starting to wear Uggs? Go. I don't have my pair of fall Uggs yet. I feel so embarrassed. Yeah, you have to get a new one every year. It's yeah. what, like Uggs before or after Labor Day? I, I always um, get it mixed up. Well, it's it's Uggs all the year. You keep Uggs all the year in your heart. Hold on, guys. Oh, you just can, wear them outdoors in the fall. Can I can I institute a, a quick poll here? Am I the yeah. only one who is still wearing shorts? Yeah. Um, I was – well, Jordan and I were down in Ocean City, Maryland – uh, oh, the OC. Week. The OC. Uh-huh. Um, the OCMD. Yeah. That's, where the, the... <laughs> doctors, that's where the Doctor, doctors of Orange Dr. OC. <laughs> um, it's just Dawson, the cast of Dawson's Creek. So I was wearing shorts cases. down there, but then I got like a rude awakening when I came back to Pittsburgh, and it instantly started like pouring down rain my first day back in the city. I was yeah. like, oh man, I got to wear like not my waders, some galoshes. You're, you're Dion Waders. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, Uggs, uh, I I never really got them, but I'm the guy who really enjoys Crocs, so well, I don't know, like, are Uggs more comfortable than other shoes? The Is problem, that the reason why people The problem wear them? with Uggs, or Problemo, for our Spanish <laughs> listeners, um... <laughs> Is El that... Problemo con Uggs. Press 2 to hear this podcast en español. O prima cuatro. Uh, wait, that's four. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Una, dos, tres, catorce, man. Uh, 
Senor, senorita, siesta, fiesta. A man, woman, nap party. That doesn't that sound nice? Um, Doritos, los tacos. The, the problem with um, the problem with Uggs is that they don't make any sense. Pumpkin spice latte makes sense. Like, all right, we're harvesting pumpkins. We're gonna put them in a beverage. Uggs don't make any sense because girls wear Uggs. They wear like the knee high Uggs, and then they wear mini skirts. So it's like, why you could have just worn pants? Like that doesn't make any sense. Well, no, like, that's that's the whole. Like they want to wear their mini skirts. You know, they don't want to go out and buy like a new fall wardrobe. They want to stick with what they've got. But you no, and then they just throw the Uggs on, and then they just kind of have like that exposed mid ground. Look, everyone agrees that the knees are the most attractive. Uh, there part is of the a human time. Being. For everything and a season for every activity under heaven, and fall <laughs> is the time for jeggings. And you, I don't want you to postpone that. You gotta embrace the jag. What What do they do with those pom pom thingies on Uggs? It's in case um, you get invited to a cheering competition. Yeah, I th- I thought it was for like the top part of the Uggs where like sweat kind of collects. <laughs> you just take the palm and you just dab it uh-huh. up. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, but you're failing to recognize though that girls don't sweat; they glisten. So you're you're mopping glisten, they yeah, glitter. and and unicorn tears. Um, girls, girls sweat unicorn tears. <laughs> They're actually thousands of tiny unicorns on their skin. It's and yeah, if you and they take a microscope to a woman, if you and she'll hit you, you in the face real hard. If you drink a girl's sweat. You will become an immortal, but it will be a half-life. Yeah, and you will be my immortal. <laughs> but you will get to play the game Half-Life. Right. Um, Which I don't stars know. Brian Cranston. We just made like seven references in a row there. That was great. Um, I, <laughs> None no, of them I think correlated. we talked about this in, the, in our uh, just warm-up haberdashery the last episode. I don't think we actually talked about it in the episode, but I had my first pumpkin spice latte. The other day, and they're like good. they're good, they're, right? It was, uh, it was. Come on, they're right. good. No, they're was, good. Was, are they good? One. They're good. I was not they're good though. Averse really to the good. taste, but I wouldn't now, write a verse about the taste. Did you have the Starbucks one? Or did you get a knockoff? PS. I got the Starbucks. I did got you the, get the whipped cream? I got the tenth anniversary Starbucks uh, pumpkin spice latte with the whipped cream, and it was like it was okay, but it's nothing that I would, you well, know, like. Let me ask you something. Do you wait enjoy, three quarters of the year for? Do you enjoy joy? Because um, if you don't, then you're not gonna like the pumpkin spice latte. See, <laughs> here's I the can't. thing, though. Pumpkin spice lattes, it's I guess it's a step up from regular coffee, but there's so many better pumpkin things out there. You got pumpkin pie, pumpkin you beer. Got pump- you pumpkin got pumpkin beer pumpkin beer. You got pumpkin whoopie pies. Oh man! I'm sorry. What you? What did you say? What is that? What you, uh, are you not familiar with whoopie pies? I I, when I a mommy don't know and a daddy a... love each other very much, sorry, sometimes it, they get it, a pie together. Whoopie pie? Whoopie? No, whoopie. Whoopie. Whoopie pies. They're actually owned by Whoopi Goldberg. This is gonna be a very small subset of listener who knows exactly what whoopie pies are, but I'll give you a quick explanation. Whoopie pies are claimed by both uh, the Pennsylvania Dutch community and some random Ooh. people in Maine who are wrong. The PDC, uh, the yeah. Pennsylvania Dutch community. Uh, they are two like fluffy, fluffy cake things with a mm-hmm. whole ton of icing in between them. That's a basically originally were they made of of raccoon furs. No. 
But uh, basically, those uh, Oreo creamsters are like crappy wannabe whoopie pies. That sounds like something that like a prospector would eat. That are like the the wannabe pies tonight. The commonly accepted story behind the name is that Amish Mennonite is very spot on. Amish and Mennonite mothers would make whoopie pies for their children, and when they handed them to the kids, they would go whoopie. Here, very much like, uh, very much like young Anakin Skywalker in Episode One. Tyler's prospector is like if the Swedish chef from the Muppets was a prospector. Gonna win freedom for me and my ma'am. I think it's marm. 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 School marm? School marm. <laughs> I, think, I think it's one hey. of those things where the longer I do the voice, the more it collapses in on itself. It's like a black hole. Uh, Still workshopping uh, that character. I was talking to one of our... I was talking to our head um, head carpenter shop foreman at our theater today, who just, a- just out of nowhere came into the box office and was like, wouldn't have been so much better if Abraham Lincoln had a prospector voice. <laughs> Four square and twenty years ago. Oh, okay. In so in Foursquare right, and twenty years from now, what do you think generations will remember most fondly? It's the four pumpkin? score and seven. No, four score and twenty no, it's, seventy. That's, no, it's four it's score, score and twenty years ago. That's what four twenty is. Four score and twenty is, Look, is five score. In four score and <laughs> 2070 that would be five score when when judge dread declares that he is the law what will we remember more the ugg boot or the pumpkin spice latte i feel like the ugg boot is already on the way out like i don't see nearly as many uggs as i used to also who, they're, who they're they appeal, who, okay who's who's buying the uggs is it is i think it it's port- like a is it the tweens is it the teens is it the post teens? No, it's it's the college girls who are wearing their leggings to the the cafeteria. They need a boot to keep the snow off their leggings, so they throw on some Uggs. See, but I don't see a lot of girls wear Uggs with leggings. I, it's, it's I don't see a lot of girls leg. either. Uh, you, I'm working on well, it. Well, you haven't been at Grove City for two years. I mean, maybe they've stopped, but I have no reason to believe. I just don't have any faith in a company that in names the American their product. Justice system in the I don't have any faith system. in this government while it's shut down. And oh, okay. The, hey, it might be the debt, hitting up. the debt ceiling. And yeah, which of these two is going to solve the American debt crisis and fund the government? Look, if we sit down everybody in a room and say Tuesday is going to be a day in the Senate, or Wednesday is going to be pumpkin spice latte day in the Senate. I think the coffee is going to give them too much. It's going to get them too riled up. They're going to get overstimulated. They're going to want to debate and hoop and holler. I think the Ugg boots, everybody's just going to be so busy looking at their feet and how, you know, or, oh, no, oh, no, 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 though. A bunch of old senators with bare legs and wearing those mini skirts. (laughs) Chuck Schumer, who is not a senator... (laughs) Um, John Boehner, Doctor Scholl in a miniskirt, Doctor J in a miniskirt, um, Harry Reid, Harry Reid in a miniskirt. I don't think it's. I don't think I could do it. 
I don't know. I think it would read pretty well. Well, here's um, the problem with Uggs in that situation. They're made by Australians. So. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin spice latte. Totally right. That's a uniquely American thing. Wait. Pumpkins are indigenous to nowhere else but America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chuck Schumer is yeah, a sender, by the way, everybody. Fact check. Ever since we elected the, um, the what is it, the Great Pumpkin to Congress, uh, you know, we've really put a lockdown on, on pumpkins as an American commodity. I remember that. That was a very divisive vote. Um, it was, Linus, Linus was really running was, the grassroots Brown, campaign there. Honestly, Brown, I don't have a lot of faith in him. He's just a big crybaby. Brown versus the Board of Education versus the Great Pumpkin, right? Yeah. Um, All right. Kramer versus Kramer versus Pumpkin. <laughs> Kramer problem, versus Creamer. The problem with the pumpkin spice latte is there aren't chunks of pumpkin in it. That's what it's missing. I don't I'm think about. I want any you kind want, of coffee that's chunks in it. You want that pumpkin pie. Where's, where's my pumpkin pie latte? I would much rather have a pumpkin pie latte, I think. Like, the pumpkin spice, like, it's, I mean, it's it's all right. It's just cinnamon and coffee. Where's the pumpkin? There's not enough pumpkin in it. You I'd know, always <laughs> rather have a salted caramel. That's Oh, that's, yeah, give me that salted caramel latte. I'll take that over the PS. Plus, which also, I was just informed people. that they're they are now making salted caramel vodka. Which I would much rather what? have than pumpkin spice. Okay. Vodka. I just pulled a little John there. What? I know. Okay. Okay. Salted car. Hey, that's current, right? He's still yeah, a public yeah, yeah. figure. No, let's he hasn't keep, grown Let's make more little John references. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember the Chappelle show? That was a thing. Um, um, all right. We need up- to- let's vote. Oh, okay. Let's vote. Right, we need right, to take right, a vote right, on this. Right, right. Uh, I'm going to go with pumpkin spice latte because while they're not overwhelming... I said they're they're good, but they're much better than Uggs. Like anyone who names their product after like a sound that people make when they're disappointed, uh, like that that doesn't have a lot. You're of talking about the it. pumpkin spice latte, right? Yeah, pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice latte. latte. <laughs> this is all I need. Uh, Jordan, I'm going to go. Wait, are we saying which is more annoying or which is better? Uh, which you prefer? I the one you want. I want Ugg boots because I have discovered in my Wikipedia research that... uh, That should be the name of our next podcast, Wikipedia Research. I mean, if it didn't infringe on (laughs) Wikifelia, which I love their concept, go listen to that podcast. I would get on that in a second. I've discovered that uh, the genetic code on for tryptophan is UGG. And we all know tryptophan is that most excellent fall amino acid that is infested in uh turkey and it makes us drowsy i think infested is the right word there i believe it is yeah you know it infests you uh so for the sake of thanksgiving naps i will vote for uggs i am gonna go with oog boots because they've really tried to hit hard um psl as the hot new term for the pumpkin spice latte but Mm, they give me guff when I go in and order a pistol, <laughs> give me a pistol. No, it's like, sir, the bathroom is is a code. Um, Kevin, you're ordering, it. and the code say. is pistol. The code word yeah, is pistol. I want the pistol. The you gotta say, give me the pistol. <laughs> give me the pistol. Give me a pistol whip, and then they just beat me over the head with a gun. Is that going into a Starbucks and asking for a pistol in New York? Is by by no means going to cause any problems. 
No. Uh, well, they, in in New York, Starbucks Double is gun stores as well. So. Oh, that's true. I forgot yeah, about that. The, well, the bad part is that you have to have a seven-day waiting period for your coffee as well. Like, <laughs> you can get this PSL in seven days. you got to wait. Well, it's quicker if you pay with cash. Uh, right. It is a cash-only Guns city. don't kill people. Caffeine Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, unless you get it at a coffee show, and then there's no waiting period. Thank you so much, Kirby, uh, for your question. And when trying to decide which is the greater of these two evils, uh, get rid of those pumpkin spice lattes. I mean, they're 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 not worth it. And you know, why don't you just break out your Uggs? Come on, get get Thad to buy you a you're my husband gift. He's obligated to do that like once a month. Wait, get some what? of them Uggos. No, no, no. She's his wife. Yeah, get your husband to do it. You said you said get her a you're my husband. Or have him get her a, a "you're my husband" thing. But yeah, he, well, he's how he's you behave within your relationship is your own business, Kirby. So thank you so much for your question. Our next question comes to us from Megan Cox. Thank you so much, Megan, who wants to know: Would you rather sleep on a bed of nails or sleep on a bed of coals? Go. Well, the the nail scenario is a thousand percent chance of getting hepatitis. Because those are all going to be rusty nails. Oh, unless they're like uh, fingernails. The nail scenario is also a million percent more likely to survive it. Because people can't have slept on beds of nails before. And people who sleep on beds of coals are burnt to death. Well, maybe well, they don't have to be like burning coals. <laughs> yeah, they're just, you're just going to be covered yeah. in, 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 in charcoal. When yeah, in charcoal. Up. Oh, you're going to smell so good. You're going to smell uh, so you're charbroiled. You're finally going to be able to give off that um, that chimney sweep vibe that you've been trying so hard for over the last couple of years. <laughs> well, no, you'll smell like a, you'll smell like a charbroiled Arby's sandwich, and they'll just pay you to stand outside and get obese people to smell you. Do they charboil Arby's sandwiches? Oh yeah, I thought they just like maybe that's Burger King. Never mind, boiled Char-broiled. ham and then slice it down. <laughs> Or roast beef. They boil yeah. everything. Oh, man. <laughs> Arby's is so well known for its ham. They're the honey. They're the original honey-baked ham store. I don't know yeah, if you knew true. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with nails, there is a precedent that people have been lying down on nails since nails were invented. Well, what's the... I think that's why they were invented. Well, who sleeps on a bed of nails? Like, what's the deal with that? Um, It's like it's a it's a distribution of weight thing, right? It's like it doesn't it doesn't puncture you because you're spread out over all of them. Like if you step on one nail, it'll go through yeah. your boot. But if you step on like a thing of nails, do you want the physics answer? Like we can make this not funny. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, the the yeah, let's stuff. You should know this. The the physics behind this is called pressure. Uh, Ooh, I've never heard of this. No, no, pressure, no. David Bowie and uh, Freddie Mercury told me all about this. <laughs> Pressure is defined by force under force over area. So force divided by area. Your weight is your force down because gravity's pulling you down. You you innately have a certain amount of force. Pound is actually a unit of force, not mass. So So wait, uh, if you're if you're force sensitive, you are better at sleeping on a bed of nails? Yeah. Yeah. The more and if you go see the movie Gravity. Well, the more Metachlorians you have, the mm-hmm. more it's gonna hurt to sleep on the bed of okay. nails. Because your force will be higher. So yeah, but, what if uh, my midichlorian count is off the charts? <laughs> You're man, probably it's, conceived it's gonna be by tough the force. Because the greater the force, the greater the pressure is going to be. But also, the more area you have, 
uh, the less your pressure will be because it's dividing dividing the force. So if you were sleeping on a bed of three nails, you were <laughs> going to get stabbed because all of your force is distributed over just three nails. But if you're sleeping on a bed of like 10,000 nails, then you're, you know, 150 pounds. Each, each one is going to be put on like, you know, one pound will cover just, you know, like 10 or 20 nails. So... It's like that's how weight distribution, and works. we're talking points up, right? Oh yeah, no, dog. points down. It's oh, okay. The, it's the flat part that's up. Yeah, sleeping on uh, top it's of those. so uncomfortable. It'll yeah, be but, prickly. Uh, you might have little cuts all over your back. Yeah, you, you can just play it off as like chicken pox, though. I mean, unless you're like just really pancake, like uh, like a flounder or something, like that fat flounder from SpongeBob, then you'll be fine because you'll be spread out all over it. Um, hot coals. Uh, that is the advantage of, you know, you're not going to have to worry about uh, heating. You'll be saving money on gas. Um, you'll be dead. You'll probably smell kind of delicious. Like, ooh, what is that? is that? Is that Kevin? Oh, wow. Hope he, is he, is he covered in slices of pineapple? Wow. Ooh. I'd, uh... <laughs> Kevin, I'd like to offer you my liver with a glass of Chianti. Oh, maybe could you, could you offer it with a glass of Keanu instead? Uh, I didn't. I didn't read. Keanu this. is also ba- <laughs> sleeping being with raised you. upon the coals alongside me. It is He's like, a queen size bed. This is hot. <laughs> He's totally hot. Um, Sleep excellently. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry, guys. I did. I did misread the email. It's my fault. Um, she's at what? It's she your actually, fault. It's uh, it's Coles, the department store. Uh, <laughs> sleep, sleep on, on a bed, bed of nails, of or sleep on a bed of coals. Well, so. nails, nails is actually your used up, uh, all of the used up fingernails you've ever fingernails and toenails that you've ever collected, uh, which of course is thousands. For you're gonna have to break so open all you of have the, to the make preserve a, jars in your basement. You have to make bedding out of. You stuff all these nasty old nails in it, and you have to sleep on that. It's kind of like a pointy beanbag. No, that's going to be the worst. It's going to be like those, uh, like those pillows that actually have bird feathers. Like every once in a while, like one's going to get in a position where it like pokes out, and you're like, "Oh man, here's another." Yeah, one. but you still, to, you this don't want one more reason s- why I hate birds. <laughs> you don't want to be sleeping in coals. That's like cheap white people clothes. <laughs> but the savings are so great. Yeah, and they pass it on to you. Also, I don't like. I'm bad sleeping under pressure. Like, I can't. I can't. I can't. That's sleep like a in step public. up. Well, yeah. stage fright. Well, no, because if you sleep on your side, you're screwed. Then, right? In coals? Yeah, <laughs> they hate people who sleep on their sides. No, on the bed of nails. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't roll over. It's also like if 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 this is a husband wife scenario, like I'd rather you know. I don't, you know what? Alive with no, my that would be yeah, that would be better because then even if your if your if your marriage is a little rocky, you can go in and uh, tell your coworkers, "Hey, man, things got pretty hot in the bedroom last night." Yeah, I've I don't want to go into details in our relationship. I don't want to go into details, but it was smoking. What if man, you're, my and wife you turned was grilling me Perry. all last night? <laughs> uh, that's good. I like that. Uh, what if you're? Uh... What if you're sleeping on a pile of people named Cole? <laughs> oh yeah, it's Cole Ross. 
for watch, you got watch out for Nat fireballs. King Cole, Cole or, Ross, uh, Cole and on Hamels, the other end, on the other uh, end, you're Cole sleeping Porter. on a bed. On the other end, you're sleeping on a bed of nine inch nails. Oh yeah. So just all those. One guys. of them's going to be and, playing uh, the theremin. Oh, Samuel Coleridge. Oh yeah, that's a very nice call. He's going to be writing you some pretty slick verse. He'll also supply you with some sweet, sweet opium. <laughs> um, uh, it's. I feel like what? I feel like if you put a pillow on a bed of nails, it's just going to shred right through it. Like there's going to be nothing doing. Whereas all of your bedding will probably catch on fire with the the bed of coals. So either way, Ooh, you're going to be having to buy a lot of uh, a lot of um, bed accessories. Is is there? I know with the the walking on hot coals, there's kind of like a Tony Robbins, you know, self self empowerment seminar type of thing. So like, you know, if you were sleeping on the bed of coals every day, you could wake up and be like, you know, I'm good enough and smart enough and doggone it, people like me. Um, is there any element of that to to the bed of nails? Like I'm pointy enough and prickly enough and no one will ever approach me. Hey, um, did you guys know that uh, our hero from Final Fantasy VI, Locke, six, six. Uh, yeah, sorry. The sick our hero Final from Fantasy Final Fantasy VI, Locke, the treasure hunter, his last name is Cole. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh. I did know that. I had forgotten it, but I did know that, which that makes me sad that I knew that. <laughs> I didn't know it, so I, I can... Not. I can sleep well at night on my And there's on my there's bed a character nails. from uh Twin Peaks by the name of uh Gordon Cole. Wait, which one is that? Uh he's played I should by No, I've watched the entire first season. He's played by <laughs> David Lynch, so the one David oh, Lynch plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know who that is. All right. We need to take a vote on this. Uh Kevin, what are you going with? Oh, you snuck up on me. I am going to go with... You're always um, complaining, Kevin, that you never get asked first, so... Yeah. What's the deal with that? It's um, the way my Google Hangout is lined up. Jordan's on the left, I'm on the right, you're in the middle. You know, I... Uh, that's because I always make the Hangout. Yeah, it's I true. am going to go with Bed of Nails because I love charcoal grilling, but it's such a hassle to get each of those coals, you know, just the right amount of gray. You know, oh, you have yeah, to yeah, sit yeah. around for like 20 minutes. I just want to go to bed, man. But I'm going to have to yeah. turn all these coals and everything and use more lighter fluid. And then I'm going to smell like lighter fluid when I wake up. Uh, I am also going to go with the bed of nails because I would love to go to bed each night with the assurance that I really nailed it today. <laughs> um, Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with sleeping on a bed of coals because that means I get the opportunity to sleep on my... Favorite major league pitcher uh, and uh, goofball Californian Cole Hamels, uh, and that'll be good. That'll be a good time. Go Phillies! So, don't be terrible next year. Don't fire every sports coach, Philadelphia. Um, so thank you so much for your question, Megan. And next time you have to choose between sleeping on a bed of nails or on a bed of hot burning coals, go ahead with that bed of nails. You're gonna be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Corden Sullivan. Thank you so much, Corden, who wants to know, would you rather be possessed by the ghost of Patrick Swayze or the ghost of Jim Varney? Go. Wait, be possessed or be haunted? Be possessed by. Uh, there's a big difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to become Ernest P. Worrell if I'm uh, possessed by the host of, uh, ghost of Jim Varney. So it's Jim well, Varney no, that's... or... 
or the slinky dog, either one. It's going to it's going to be great though cuz as as Ernest you're going to be going to so many exotic exciting places. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to Africa. Ernest goes No, to that's the thing. You're not going to be going to all those places. You're just going to be acting like you are. Like, Ernest does Dallas. Oh boy. We're <laughs> we're at camp. It's like no, we're in a men's room in uh, a place where there's a men's room in the county courthouse. You're gonna you're gonna be shouting um hey Vern a lot. Um that's also gonna be a bit of bit So annoying. really, like unless if you're gonna seem at all normal, you're gonna have to befriend a guy named uh Vern. So, Vernon. Vern. Vernon. Now I, I never Vernon. really watched a ton of Ernest. Was he talking about like Jules Vern? Is that who he's referring to? No, I, I think no, I, I think he was referring. Do you Ernest, know the Ernest French Hemingway. novelist, poet, and playwright? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I think he was referring to Ernest Hemingway. It was a, it was a pet name that he gave him, Vern. Uh, yeah, he just accidentally he just, put a V at the beginning. Yeah, well, no, he, he's, he's talking about Vern Brown, uh, Doc Brown's son, who was introduced in Back to the Future Part Three. <laughs> of course. With his brother Jules, I believe he was the one who was looking at the director during the last scene, uh, and mouthed, "I have to pee." <laughs> Caught on film. Wait, what? is that true? Yeah. Next is time that... you watch Back to the Future Part Three, go go to the part with the flying magic uh, time travel train, and you'll see him introduce his kids and keep an eye on the kids for the entire scene. <laughs> And one of the kids looks off screen towards the camera and just goes, I have to pee. <laughs> it's adorable. From the mouths of babes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that kid is a total babe now. Um, but if you are possessed by Patrick Swayze, I imagine you're going to pick up all of his skills as well. So much uh, pottery. So you're going to be able to do some really great pottery. Uh, that's, that's, that's the first thing. You're going to be doing some awesome dirty dancing. That's going to be great. Uh, down, most down importantly, Nicole. you'll be the greatest bouncer ever. You're going to be Dalton. Yeah. You're going to be able to tear a man's throat Do you know how many out of situations I have been in where tearing a man's throat out is the only way out? Can you mention uh, one? Can you, can you walk us through a scenario? So I was at the supermarket, and this guy just came up and grabbed the – brie cheese out of my basket and he said the only way i will give this back to you is if you tear my throat out and i said sir you have bested me i do not should have said was it skills i should have said sir you have so much to live for (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what was the name of the fat badnik in roadhouse uh, the greasy dude who uh, like a stuffed polar bear falls on at the end. Tinker. <laughs> that was it. I think you're thinking of over the top. <laughs> no, no, no. There's definitely a tinker who gets pinned by a polar bear. Is Wait, is he by occupation a tinker or is that just his name? No, I think that's just an affectionate nickname. Okay. I don't think that's his name. I don't, I'm, not, I'm looking at the cast list right here. I don't see any tinkers. He, he, that or Porkums. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how about, how about Emmett? I'm pretty sure it's played by the same person. How about Pat McGurn? Um, Gary Ketchum. Ash Ketchum's father and rival. No. 
his brother well, Ash, and, Ash and Gary move to uh, San Francisco and get married. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. That's the that's the subplot, and they decide, you know, they flip a coin to see whose uh, surname they're going to keep. Um, advantage, uh, Jim Varney, you're going to have so much control over your facial muscles. Like, he he was so expressive. He had so many emotions. I remember in my high school German class, we had a chart of emotions, and all of them were acted out by Jim Varney. It was like it was like oh this is a German word for happy and it was just him with his like silly puppy draped over a wireframe face just in the most joyous position ever. Uh, also, you will have a role in um, uh, Three Ninjas Two, uh, Rock'em Sock'em Mountain. Mm-hmm. Yep, checks out. <laughs> also. You you played Jed Clampett in the 1993 movie version of Beverly Hillbillies. That was and that was a less than impressive film, I've got to say. Did we mention Slinky from uh, Toy Story? You did, which is another great uh, great thing. I don't know if Patrick Swayze did any voice acting. Now, when well, you get possessed by a ghost, do you get their voice, or do you just get their like behavior, mannerisms, past memories? Well, the thing is, I think. By virtue of of ghostliness, once you enter into the ghost realm, your voice just kind of takes on this otherworldly, eerie kind of bass tone. So you'll still be saying all the stuff like, you know, hey, Vern and stuff. It'll be like, hey, Vern, I've crossed over into the I've shed my mortal coil and crossed over into the eternal plane. And uh, this I, I love pancakes. Hey, Vern, you the key master. <laughs> whereas i mean patrick swayze you're gonna be saying awesome stuff like pain don't hurt that's true i don't, forgot we haven't said pain don't hurt for a while on this podcast that's one of our mantras that we don't touch my on. car which actually would be really confusing if you didn't own a car so that would be difficult so you're like, possessed by these people so you're not acting of your own free will you're acting out their will what do you well think what is the first thing will, they would have you, you do know? What really? Oh, that's true. I them. forgot. These are these are Patrick Swayze and Jules Verne were both Calvinists. They right. in predestination <laughs> they were, very strongly. They were very five. You know, all five points. They loved it. They're um, just going to make you pray until you suss out the well, plan. Well, especially especially limited atonement. Patrick Swayze was very adamant that only <laughs> after people, a certain point you just get your throat tur- torn out. There's only no people more time who to had atone. Only people who had dirty danced were truly truly Christians. So you, you know dance what? With the devil and come out on the other side. I I'm right about. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Where does your vote fall? My vote falls based on the the Wikipedia research I have just completed <laughs> for my man Jim Varney based on the the third to last Ernest movie, which was called Slam Dunk Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Which, which uh, the poster states. It's showtime fun when Ernest teams up with NBA All-Star Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in uh, the hilariously high-scoring comedy Slam Dunk Ernest, uh, which the Wikipedia also knows notices. Uh, or here, let me let me read you the plot. In the movie, Ernest joins his employer's basketball team and later becomes a star with the help of an angel played by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, who gives him magic shoes which allow him to become 
a uh, a basketball star. And the, the Wikipedia actually notes the Magic Shooks concept was later used for the film Like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> which thank uh, goodness which for basically, that. Which was a shot for shot remake. Right. If if I become uh, possessed by Jim Varney, I I can potentially have a career in the National Basketball Association. So I'm gonna go that route. Why is it an association, not a league? That's well, because they're they're very they're very big on the Tea Party. They don't oh, think that's they true. should. It's a confederacy, really. They they're trying to get a change to the NBC. The <laughs> that that, that acronym was already taken. <laughs> It's uh, I, taken by the Confederate States of America. <laughs> I am going to go ahead and go with Jim Varney um, because I just also did some research. And I want you to look at this picture. I will post it on the NVP uh, Facebook page. But look how absolutely suave he was as y- a younger actor. He oh, That dear, look dear, is just like, <laughs> everyone, please. Um like just bow down before me. He he is the most. You know what? Everyone looked I've cooler in the seventies, no matter what. It, it's he just is rocking it, and Man. if like if that look says that like I am important. I am relevant. I am unavoidable. I am a that's beautiful the kind of man. thing. I am a beautiful animal. <laughs> I am a destroyer of wor- worlds. worlds. I am Jim Varney, uh, <laughs> and then at last, dear reader, uh, the crowd was mercifully silent. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and go with him. Kevin? I'm going to go with James P. Varney um, because uh, I was just looking at this. I forgot. Uh, Patrick Swayze was into like – he was into Buddhism, transcendental meditation, Scientology, EST training. Like None the, of these are mutually exclusive, The sheer of amount of like of religious services and like, you know, find yourself kind of seminars that you're going to have to be paying for is astronomical. You're not going to be able to do anything else. You're just going to be like, well, I got a Scientology Dianetics workshop tomorrow and then I got to head straight to the ESP center where I'm hey, going to move some blocks. Tyler, you, you did mention that. Jim Varney was in Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't mention specifically that that was the title of the film. <laughs> I think I said Rock'em Sock'em Mountain or something. <laughs> also, up. do you know his last role was in in that crappy uh, Disney Atlantis movie that was a ripoff of Nausicaa? And he played a character called Jebediah Allardyce Cookie Farnsworth. Oh, yeah, he played Cookie. <laughs> you can the fact um, that you know those characters on a first-name basis. No, I, I enjoyed that movie. It's mm. not that terrible. Uh, so it's just it's, – it's, it's, it's a B. It's a solid B. Maybe plus or minus depending on – B for better not see it. It's not worth it. <laughs> so thank you so much for your question, Corden. And next time you have to choose between being possessed by the ghost of Patrick Swayze or the ghost of Jim Varney, go ahead with Jim Varney. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Connor McCandless. Thank you so much, Connor. Uh, came to our live show. is uh, is an actor down here in Pittsburgh and does Ooh, some, an actor does some comedy, but wants to know: Would you rather have five minutes to say whatever you want to Miley Cyrus now? Or five minutes to say whatever you want to Miley Cyrus in 2008. Go. Can I 
Can I use those five minutes to brutally murder her? <laughs> no. With your, with your words. Only yeah, you with can, your words. The You're only allowed to slay her with a um, just a glorious rap battle. You know what? And let's, let's institute the rule that if we go back to 2008... Nothing we can say can change the course of history. Well, I think I think that's part of the argument. Like, I don't know if Miley Cyrus, like, if any amount of persuading would would change well, her from, no, from I going mean, down the Honestly, that's the paradox. If we go back to 2008, exactly what we told her will is going to be what caused her to become what she is today. Well, oh yeah, do... she's going to be reactionary. She's going to be like this this man can't tell me what to do. We cannot I, change anything, the future. No, no. I'm going to exaggerate his words into something ridiculous and wear teddy bear outfits. Maybe that's what already happened. What you're exactly. overlooking <laughs> is that Miley Cyrus is objectively unlikable. Like like she is the platonic ideal of unlikable. So no matter what choices she makes, it'll eventually suss out to her being weird and nobody likes her. So I would go back to 2008 and just like tell her to invent crap that I hate. Like, hey, Miley, Instagram. That's all I'm going to say. You take it from here. <laughs> so you want to you get her to sabotage other uh, yeah, or like, pop culture hey, aspects. Hey Miley. hey, Miley, how about you make this program that takes your regular photos, but then crops a whole bunch of it off and then makes it super grainy. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? Yeah. Or, like, you know, you can do it with anything you want to sabotage. Like, hey, Miley, Tom from accounting. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> See you later. Um, The thing is, though, like, well, before we move on to that, did you know that Pittsburgh has its own version of Instagram titled Yinstagram? <laughs> where you can yeah. apply filters to photos, but also just, like, put in a picture of Rick Seaback or, like... And it just says Can, Is there a filter that everything washes out Stillers. all the colors? Is there a filter that washes out all the colors into yellow and black? Um, no, uh, just every washes out all other colors. Just everything is a nice, nice gray here in the Steel City. Um, I don't know. I feel like I, if I ha- could say anything to her like five minutes now, I would just want to figure out like what in the world is going on. Like, I guess she was just on SNL and was poking fun at herself. Uh, she was poking him on. Did an interview <laughs> on MTV recently. I haven't watched either of them. I'll probably do that after this podcast. But, like, I don't know if she's – how much ownership she's taking of it or if she's, like, retconning it as something that's like, yeah, this is kind of funny. Trolled you guys. Oh, I don't know. thank goodness. I just – I was going to talk about how sad I am that Liam Hemsworth is – engaged to her wait but, what uh apparently their engagement engagement ended last month probably around the time she was humping robin thick oh yeah yeah yeah. that's a good well point. but to her credit though i mean what else do you do with a guy named robin thick <laughs> i, I assume know. that's a dude right yeah it's alan <laughs> I... it's alan thick's son kevin Is that right? <laughs> that's oh, the, that's thick. the tragedy of everything oh we poor alan thick how far the apple has fallen from the tree how far the the robin has fallen from the nest the early bird gets the worm your son nice makes one. the most popular song of the summer and it's about raping women yeah it's really really awful wait if you is that true it. i have not heard this song uh listen no you've heard blurred lines you nope. haven't listened to the lyrics though i i don't know there was a time it is where 100% i would say kevin has heard blurred rape. lines but he i've 
Kevin's pretty obstinate as far as it comes to pop culture. I don't see things. Um, I listen to things. I feel like less of a big deal in Miley's stuff for me uh, than like drinking is that she's like weirdly racist. She has just like a uh, lot That's a of... product of being the daughter of Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh yeah, that's true. Wait, didn't he? Didn't Who she like, is change the her referential of Baby name? Hmm? Didn't she change her referential name to to Miley Ray Cyrus? Like I legit, so. I didn't. I think she did that, didn't she? To try to like, I don't know, something. So to try and start a uh, chain of um, stingray. Uh, well, no, actually, she was born Destiny Hope Cyrus. <laughs> what? Oh, and there was already another Destiny Hope Cyrus in the um, Screen Actors Guild, so she had to change her name to Miley. Well, no, her character in Hannah Montana was named Miley Stewart. And she changed her name to match her character? That's whack. The character who plays that character. Characterception. What if you study magic and are able to cast like some kind of incantation on her? With your five minutes of words. So I'll, I'll imperious her. Or maybe you can like convert her to Scientology or something like that. And just further undermine uh, that that religion. Just pull pulling a monominous on her. A, a monogamous on her. That's the name of that group, right? The Rebels Against Scientology. Monogamous. <laughs> I am reading the entire text of this song and it is really freaking long. Yeah. Oh, Blurred Lines. Yeah. It's it's what is this like an eighteen minute anthem? Yeah, yeah it is actually. It's it's, it's, it's the free bird of her generation. Yeah, it's annoying. There's <laughs> nothing really all that great about it. Alright, let's see. Miley circa two thousand eight. That's my here. favorite sci fi film. This was uh after Hannah Montana two Meet Miley Cyrus came out. Yeah. Well she she did party in the USA, right? That's my jam. Was that in two thousand eight? Probably. That's, honestly, if I was like, I don't know if I'd tell her to do anything different, though. Because now she's all that everyone talks about. Like, as insane as she probably is, she's, you know, she's probably making like. I think maybe I would tell her. Before. I think maybe I would tell her. Uh, get the jump on Justin Bieber. Don't let him steal your hairstyle before <laughs> he does it. Because he definitely had the, like she's rocking a Bieber cut. He is not walk, rocking a Cyrus cut. I'm pretty sure he had that whatever faux hawk nastiness before she did. So I think she should probably, if she wants to claim that as her own. Oh, also, I would tell her to get the jump on Lady Gaga and wear a meat dress before she does. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um, I think, like, I think I'm ready also, to Also, I would up. tell her, by the way... Uh, any innocence you had right now is going to be shattered in five years. So that's what she wants. I think that I'm I'm going to go ahead and vote and say 2008 because even if she doesn't listen to me, I got some time travel. And how many how many opportunities do you get to do that in your life? Like maybe five. Um, I think that now uh, there's nothing you can say to her like one that will get her to change her course or two that like 3000 people haven't said like in more violent and vulgar terms than you already have uh on the internet 
Like it's it's she's she's got yeah. to have a thick skin. Guess what? Her. That's fine because you know what? I'm gonna talk to her now because if I go back in time to 2008 to talk to her, I'm gonna look like a major pedophile. So hope you're ready for that, Tyler. It's true. Jordan Jordan doesn't want to be associated with pedo whatsoever. Uh, he he loves his uh, steak just dripping blood. Kevin, you know I'm gonna go back and talk to her in 2008 so I can encourage her and all young people to vote. <laughs> Yeah, she's the she's the reason we're stuck with Obama right now. Yeah, <laughs> shut down, get the bam. Doesn't like to negotiate. I mean, she was like 15 at the time, but she's got to put that wrecking. You know ball what to though? It's never too early to start. It is never too early to start voting, <laughs> except for before you're legally old enough to start voting. You know what? In the Civil War, you could sign up for the army. And by putting a, a piece of paper that said the number 18 on, in your shoe so you could say, hey, I'm over 18 when you recruited. <laughs> because so I don't you see, buy shoes by age. Right. So I don't see why you couldn't just do that to vote. It seems like I'm, I, I can't argue with that logic. You are over 18. <laughs> That's true. You do have a pacifier in and are sitting in a stroller, but so, I mean, if if your lifestyle choice is to be an adult teen baby, that's your lifestyle choice. That is a thing that people do. You know what? Maybe I'd talk to her now and just say, you know what? Why don't you go full adult teen baby? It's not like anybody's yeah. going to think any less of you. It's true. And, Let your and you know what? Fly. You know what? You can go to ba- go to the bathroom whenever you want. Then so do it. And oh no, though. Well, twerking with that is not a good. Idea, <laughs> Let's not do that. You can go back in time and tell her, hey, maybe you shouldn't do the film, LOL. No, you know what I would tell her? Or maybe it would be too late. I think it's too late for me to stop her from being in Herbie Fully Loaded. No, No, that's Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Oh, shoot. Never mind. Well, Oh, I would tell her to tell Lindsay Lohan. Don't be yeah. Herbie Fully Loaded. Hey, you probably travel in the same circles. Yeah, you, you guys seem like you <laughs> That would be a great use of five minutes. Like, hey, Miley, uh, could you just like pass this message along to your dad for me? Um Hey, maybe like stop, stop having kids, stop trying, just stop trying life, buddy. You're not good just at it. Just focus on go your back, barbecue. Go sauce. back in time and tell her to when she puts out her uh, her big hit 2013 album to call it Burgers instead of Bangers. Ooh, can we go back in time and talk to Billy Ray Cyrus and be like, I'm just gonna say one word to you, vasectomy. <laughs> see you later so thank you so much for your question connor and next time you have to choose between traveling back in time or talking to current age miley cyrus go ahead and talk to that miley in the there and now carpe diem Seize carpe miley. miley carpe miley <laughs> so and you you would probably have much more cutting things to say to her than than any of us would do you get that do you get that joke that i put in there what did you do? Carpe Miley. Oh, yeah, I definitely house. heard that. Good. All right, good. <laughs> That's the episode title right there. Carpe, <laughs> Carpe Miley. Everyone else has. So thank more, like, you. more like Crappe <laughs> Miley, right? Don't yeah. yeah. baby. Crap. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you would like to submit a question, and thank you so much to everyone who submitted questions this week. I put up a video of uh, Squirtle biting Charmander in the new Pokemon series, and for whatever reason, that just like unlocked the floodgates. We have a good number of questions 
that we'll be um, considering for next week as well. But we can always use more. Uh, there's no such thing as too many questions. So you can email us at ninjasversuspodcast at gmail.com. Um, we love to get questions from you there. We also sometimes just get uh, just notes and messages from people. Uh, Enrico Schmermerin. Um, Chauvin. Chauvin. He said I got the pronunciation of my last of his last name right, kind of. Uh, well, yeah, yeah I got it definitely right. So no, I think he was Chauvin. talking about me. But he said that um, the last time he checked, he could get from the eastern part of Berlin to the western part without climbing any walls, passing checkpoints, or I don't know, getting shot. <laughs> so I guess that answers your question about the Berlin oh, Wall. He, well, he must be a pretty high up public official then, if he can do all that. Yeah, and he also included a question that we'll we'll do next week. Um, But thank you so much if you want to write us. That's our email. Uh, Our Facebook, where we're going to be posting only the finest pictures of Jim Varney. Uh, And I think we posted an Orson Welles commercial as we started recording this as well. Uh, You can head on over to facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast. We love interacting with you there. We're almost to 180. We just got to get one more fan. And then, and then we'll keep chugging on towards that 200 mark. I really want it, guys. I really want it. And if you want to leave us a review, a rating, uh, what have you, head over to iTunes, rate, subscribe. Uh, that always helps other people to find the show. But more than anything, just uh, share this show with somebody you like. Um, tell them, like, hey, man, this dumb show argued a question of mine. Why don't yeah, you like, listen to it? Like segueing into our tweet of the week, Corden Sullivan evidently did because uh, – he made Megan Cox listen to MVP, and she has our tweet of the week that if a movie was ever made about my life, I'm pretty sure the title would be, quote, Womp Womp, hashtag MVP. <laughs> womp up the jams. Womp it up. She womp also up. said, uh, Corden Sullivan made me go vegan. He also made me listen to Ninjas vs. Podcast. One Do you of think these, it was that video? One, hold, one of these was a good idea, hashtag MVP. <laughs> She watched that video with the seductive vegan dancer, and she just couldn't. She couldn't could not, help herself. Could not resist. Made made her an offer she couldn't refuse. Um. What else? What else? What else? Uh, thank you so Ooh, much. Our new album is out on vinyl. Our new album is out on vinyl. So check on that. Uh, it's um. Can you lend me a feeling? Uh, <laughs> and it's just it's just covers of Hooked on a Feeling that we've done. There's also apparently a Twitter handle going by NV Pregnancy. <laughs> oh shoot! So. Not very pregnancy. Oh oh, is that? Oh yeah yeah. No, we started that. Remember, we were gonna solve paternity disputes for people. Apparently, NVP stands for nausea and vomiting of pregnancy. <laughs> that, there's we, no better branding that? because Ninja's- Heidi Murkoff said, "Did you have morning sickness?" Did you think that's a lame name for sickness that lasts all day and night? What would you call it? Hashtag MVP. That's a very good point. Apparently, this Heidi Murkoff. Well, no, she says, new, would, you, would you call it MVP? Apparently, she's trying to. She's pushing for morning sickness to be called MVP. She's trying to I make this happen. She's, she's really kind of, you know, impeding on our turf. That's true. We should probably write Kevin, Twitter. Kevin, you might want to tweet back at her and say, "We've already, we've already claimed that that John's." So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or you know what? Let's make it a hybrid. Let's call our podcast "Ninjas Vomiting Podcast." Yeah, Ninjas Vomiting. Ninjas podcast. Vomit Podcast. 
<laughs> we're just ninjas vomit here. Um, or nausea versus pregnancy. Nausea Which versus would you pregnancy. rather? I'd rather be rather? nauseous. I'm going to vote right now. I don't even need to hear any of the arguments. I would rather be nauseous. You know, I would I'd rather, rather be, be pregnant, pregnant because I could bring forth a life into this world. Yeah, come on. How many men get to experience the miracle of childbirth? I mean, well, except for all of them when they're born. Um, thank you to Animal Tropical I for our intro song. Of it. 20 Miles. Thank you to Sparrows and Crows for our outro song, Ultraviolet Bliss. And our final question, speed round, keeping with our Ninjas versus theme. This was sub- suggested by a friend of the show, Jeffrey Lawton, who wants to know, Ninjas versus Barbershop Quartet. Go. It's got to be ninjas because with those uh, striped boater hats and matching blazers and everything, they're going to be so easy to spot. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say ninjas because what Kevin doesn't realize is this is not a combat question. This is this is a question about musical talent. But the ninjas are also well versed in like no theater and. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna play what, what's that string an instrument and they're gonna sing their japanese hearts out the, the shamisen yeah that one yeah the sham the shamwow the shamwow they're gonna play the shamwow <laughs> yeah vince vince is gonna come on vince offer it's gonna play the shamisen for them and i'm gonna go ahead with a barbershop quartet because anytime i've heard a group of ninjas sing they've always just been a little sharp um so thank you so much for joining Uh us as ever i'm tyler i'm jordan and i'm kevin and until next time carpe miley everybody (laughs) just seize the miley seize the miley before (laughs) before uh, she does something yeah yeah i'll seize seize, like my mvp causes me to seize into the toilet Where we dance uh, out in the sun. Of you have to search her out. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies. Uh, and we'll oh, man, be dead if when we're all done. just some kind of demigod. Like, what if she's just a, a, a tired from know, all the fun and what if she's some uh, type of bacall or whatever? What if she's some type of demi dog? <laughs> Let the grass what scratch up our legs. Oh, so when she's a cop who's also a dog. I don't care. You know what? If she doesn't want to see me, I don't want to see her. Tell her opportunity ruined. Jordan's mom. I was going to tell you this great Italian place you could go to, but now you'll never know. Oh, man. There's so few great Italian places in New York City. It's called Great Italian Place.